are doing Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 11 Part 2 Chapter 28. Uh, we were doing a chapter called Jnana Yoga. This is a teaching by Krishna to Uddhava. Uh, yesterday we had done up to verse 13. In verse 13, up to verse 13 what was mentioned was this entire world is an illusion and man is always lost in it. He believes that whatever that is happening to him is real and his existential condition doesn't seem to go away. That particular condition of his existence doesn't go away. It is always there. He believes that he is living a real life. That is what we had done till yesterday. We are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 28, Jnana Yoga. The verse is 14. Although while dreaming, a person experiences many undesirable things. Upon awakening, he is no longer confused by the dream experience. We had covered this portion as of yesterday also. Just like a man is in a dream. What happens to him? He is dreaming. He is dreaming of something. Maybe he is dreaming of climbing a mountain. And in his dream, he is jumping off the cliff. And it appears so real to him that as if he, he has come to the edge and jumped off. Or somebody has pushed him. Just think. And he is falling. Now when he is falling down from top of the mountain, he is scared. He is thinking that he is going to die. And suddenly somebody wakes him up. And he opens his eyes and looks around. Oh, I am back in my room. So what happened to the mountain? What happened to the push? What happened to that you know, fall that he was going through? What happened to that anger or fear or whatever that was? The emotions that he was going through? Those were all unreal. So I hope you understand. The dream state is what a man experiences as real. He is actually experiencing it so real. I have, you know, you must have seen that somebody's death, you are reliving it. You can see the person dying and maybe you can see the person being buried or, you know, everything appears as if in front of your eyes. The last day of those, of that particular person. In your dream state, you can experience anything, absolutely anything. You can experience flying, you can experience sitting, getting up, falling down, getting killed. Imagine you are getting killed in a, in a dream. Somebody is coming and stabbing you or somebody is coming and putting a gun against your head and blowing your head off. And when you wake up, nothing is there. I mean, you are alive, isn't it? So, doesn't that tell you something very strange? That the dream state actually doesn't exist. So, we experience a lot of undesirable things. Desirable? Something which you like, something which you will feel nice about. Now, if you, are, if you have a dream where you are experiencing something really very nice, let us say you have gone to Paris, okay? And there you are sitting in a very fancy restaurant eating their croissant, you know, croissant. <laughs> or a baguette, a baguette. I don't know what you call it, it's a long thing. And imagine you are sitting there and watching that great Eiffel Tower. Or maybe you are there on Eiffel Tower. It's a dream. You're liking it. Maybe you're gone on a holiday. You're gone on a holiday to some great island. There's a coral reef, you are enjoying it. So these are enjoyable things. And there are some things which can be very dangerous. And yet everything is a dream. All these things are nothing but a dream. So when you wake up, when your eyes are opened, nothing exists. Upon awakening, he is no longer confused by the dream experience. Lamentation 
elation, fear, anger, greed, confusion, hankering as well as birth and death are experiences of the false ego and not of the pure soul. Lamentation. You know how we lament. I don't have this. You know, I am always suffering. People are treating me badly. I am not being taken care. You know how much we talk nonsense every day. <clears throat> Just imagine. Every single day of life, there isn't a single thing in your life which is worth talking about. And what is this all about? Lamenting about everything. I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't have that. Nobody cares for me. I am living like a pariah. You know, pariah means a street dog. Nobody looks after me. I am lying over here. You, you see, in your own life also, there are lots of people who are exactly like this. They think that they are the worst characters. I mean, they are the worst treated characters on earth. Whether it's the government, whether it's the husband, whether it's the wife or whether it's your children or whether it's the family or the society or anybody, lamentation is loved by everybody. We love lamenting. Elation. Yeah, sometimes we are very elated. Ah, I got this. Ah, you know, that kind of elation also is there. Fear. Who doesn't have fear? You know, right from the fear of death to living in this society with other people is fearful. Somebody who is living a life where, you know, there is a constant fear on top of the head. Think about it. What kind of a life a person is leading? Anger. Constantly angry with everybody. A foolish person is constantly angry with everything in the world. Even if the bed is made, it is not made. If you are having a good food, if you are not having a good food, something is there, this is not there, that is like this, this is like this. What is the need to get angry over stupid issues? But man loves to get angry. If the water is cold, why is the water cold? It should have been hot. You understand? If you go to a restaurant and you are served something, which you, you know, it's not served properly. Why is it served like this? Why is this cold? Why is it cold? Okay, I'll warm it and give you. I mean, it's a question of just putting it 15 seconds in the microwave. You know, funny part is, you go to the market and you get some brinjals, you know, eggplant, they call it. Okay. Aubergines. So, you go to the market and you get them. Why did you get this kind of aubergines? You know, there are other ones, those purple ones that you get. The bright purple ones. Yes, yes. But these are those tiny green ones. Why did you get them? For what reason? The same stuff. No, it's not the same stuff. You don't understand. You know that? All greens in this world. All greens. You understand green? Greens? They are made of the same stuff. It's called chlorophyll. Okay. And it has got trace elements. Trace element. Do you know what is a trace element? You know what is the meaning of the word trace? It is not even there 0.005% in that damn thing. And yet people think that, oh my God, I need to have that vegetable only. Use your brain. It doesn't work like that. But common sense, like I had written yesterday, is never common in human beings. You know, no? Very few people are having common sense in their brains. Brown bread, white bread, huh? bread with some stuff in it. Uh, tell me something, it's at the end of the day a G-R-A-I-N, right? Grain. Some idiot somewhere told you, somewhere down the past, if you eat white bread, okay, 
it has got gluten in it. So, some scientists said gluten will stick to your stomach. Why? Have you seen uh, uh, maida? You know, and you make a nice ball of it and it's very sticky. So, it sticks to your stomach or some bullshit and nonsense that they Today, new scientists have said gluten is required. So, are the old scientists correct or are the new scientists correct? And please tell me this much. So, gluten is needed. Please eat white bread. So, who is right? The guy who says eat brown bread or the guy who says eat white bread. Who is right? You know, the only thing who is, the only person who is wrong is you. Why? Because you are the foolish person who is listening to all this bullshit and nonsense. Somebody says this, so you listen to that. Somebody says that, you listen to that. Why? It is it is written in the journals. Don't, don't give that nonsense. It is not, not like that. Maida. Gluten. Okay, for that matter. Gluten. It's full of gluten. The entire North India eats only maida. You understand what maida means? The one from which they make the white bread. The whole of North India eats only maida. Roti is eaten by few. You tell me which company is giving you that. So then why is this kind of a fixation in the mind of a person? So if you are fixated, if you think that Ghee is not good for health. This is not good for health. This is nothing but stupidity. And you get angry over such kind of things. For what reason? There is no need for any human being to get angry over stupid stuff. Right? But the man gets angry. He gets angry when he doesn't get good seats to sit. You know, in an aircraft, if you don't, if you get the middle seat, you know, you can't put your hand on this side and you can't put your hand on this side. And you have to sit like this. And imagine if you are overweight, what happens? And the air hostess looks in your eye and says, there are no seats available. There. Accept one thing. You are there in that place because God wants to put you through the torture. Okay, you understand? <laughs> you should get through the torture. Three hours flight. Sit in the middle. I mean, you think you are some uh, king or uh, some big, uh, you know, lord of some county? Sit in that aircraft. It's a general seat. It's a... So, sit. Don't get angry. There is no point in getting angry. If you don't get this, if you don't get that, don't get angry. If your hair is not proper, it's not staying, you know. Have you heard people say that? It doesn't stay properly. I want my curls, you know. When I was a kid, my hair were very curly. Okay. All the Africans have curly hair. So, you must be having, uh, you know, some gene from Africa, I think. What, what is the point in having curly hair? There are dogs with curly hair and there are dogs with straight hair. Which dog you want to be? Again, no, I want straightened hair. Can I have some blue over here and yellow over here and, and you pay a bomb for having gray hair. You know, by the time you pay the money for those gray hair, they will automatically turn gray. You understand what I am saying? Huh. Because the amount of money that you are going to pay to get a grayish tone of hair like mine, you would already have turned gray. Because that is the amount of money you need to pay. So, did you get the point? There is no point in getting angry. You have good hair, okay. If you have bad hair, go. Shave yourself. Maybe the next time when it grows, no, it will grow properly. Make a full, you know, bald. Next time it will become... See, don't get angry over this kind of stuff. It is okay. What can you do? Then, in life, we are angry over things which have not gone right in our world. Now, you know, I am giving you so many instances of your life. Okay? And this is your life. So, let us... Give as many instances as possible because we are covering the whole gamut of lives that we have. The kind of nonsense that we go through. 
and we are so much attached to this nonsense. Then we have greed. You know, people will say, I don't have greed. You know, have you, have you noticed people will say, I am not greedy. Go and look in their cupboard. I am not greedy. Their cupboard is full from end to end and yet they are not greedy. How is that? I am not greedy. What do you mean I am not greedy? You are greedy, but you don't want to acknowledge it. How is the acknowledgement done, you know? Acknowledgement is not even saying those words. Don't even go in that direction. Yet, greed is very common and everybody is greedy. By the way, I will prove it to you. You know, one day I had gone for somebody's wedding. I still remember as a kid, it, I was not, uh, I can't say call myself a kid. I must have been 15, 16 years old. Okay. A teenager. And I had gone for the wedding. In my life, I have never slept with another person. Okay. In one bed, I would rather sleep with two hands like this and two legs like this spread apart. So the whole bed is covered by me. You understand what I am saying? <laughs> so my hand was like this. My legs are like that spread apart. And in this wedding, uh, it was in a, in a very small uh, town, very tiny town. It was not that big. So they said, there are 12 people that you have to sleep with. <laughs> you should have seen my condition. 12 people. I can't sleep with 12 people. No, you have to. Now that place was summer. Summer. You understand summer. In the middle of summer because summer holidays. We could only, people get married in summer holidays because all children have holiday. You, you should know that. Or in winter vacation. Why? Because then it is easier for everybody to come with their gifts. No? You, you want gifts for your wedding. So, naturally, if you want a good show for your, for your wedding, so naturally you have it during these summer vacations or winter vacations. So, everybody will come and they'll say, and at the, you may say, I don't want any gifts. But on, on one hand, you are taking them. You see the whole point of it all. So, coming back to our gifts and this situation. Now, I was, I was very upset. I said, I don't want. So, my, <laughs> I had a cousin. He said, then you do one thing. Go stand in that corner. <laughs> I said, I don't want to come for your weddings also. You know, I hate these weddings. Why should I sleep with all these people? Do you know finally what happened? I was squeezed in between these 12 people. And uh, the strangest part was, there was some female cousin next to me. And I didn't know what to do. And I am, I am like this, you know, straight jacketed. You understand straight jacketed what it means? I am like this. <laughs> I, the whole night I spent like this. And that is the first time in life I learned. <laughs> that. And that too I was sleeping on the floor. I don't know when I fell asleep, but next morning I got up. <coughs> I was very groggy and it was a very funny situation. And after that I decided I am not going to go for any weddings anytime, anywhere. And if I have to go, I will first book a room somewhere outside. You know, this is what I decided at that point in time. Later when I came into spiritual, I realized something very strange. And that is, there are people in this world who have an entire bedroom with, you know, massive... I saw that bed of uh, uh, one person just recently. Oh my God, that bed was some 20 footer or something like that. Oh God, one man sitting, sleeping over there and maybe he has never slept in that bed. He's a designer. He was a designer and all. He's in California. He bought one big house. He's dead long ago. But anyway, and I was aghast at looking at the size of the bed. I can fit my entire house in that, you know. I mean, think about it. You can fit an entire house in that. 
<laughs> the Japanese will have maybe 20 bedrooms in that. I don't know. You have ever been to Japan, you will see bunk beds and all those pod beds and all that, you know, tiny things. <laughs> so, then I decided that one, I will always sleep on the floor. So, whichever country that I go to, whichever place that I go to, I will always sleep on the floor. That is number one. Second, I can just put one small, you know, mattress or maybe, you know, even one plain chadar. Uh, you understand? And just sleep on that. Does not matter. If there is a person sleeping next to me on this side, this side, this side, it does not matter. A man requires only 6 feet and 3 inches, I mean 3 feet like this and 6 feet this way to go inside the ground. And maybe a tiny urn, that is all that you need in this world. And yet man is so much bothered about his body. So today it really does not matter. I have a big bedroom over here, but I sleep on the floor. Okay, 6 feet. And 3 inches, uh, 3 feet, 6 feet by 3 feet is my bed. And I don't require any other thing. So, greed. One thing you need to understand, never be greedy. You don't have to be greedy. If you have to share your toothpaste, maybe not your brush. <laughs> share your toothpaste. It does not matter. If you have to live in the simplest of the circumstances, it should not matter. But, we are talking of greed over here. And greed is there in every human being. Whether it is money, clothes, place, where they stay, the way they look. Why should a man be greedy like that? Then, confusion. Oh, this is a very, very important word. We should, I, I will definitely tell you a lot of things on confusion. You know, man is confused over everything in this world. If I have told him just now, you know, say, you should not sleep in a big bed. You should sleep in a small bed. You know, the confusion is, Guruji, just now only you said, no, you should not sleep in a big bed, you should sleep in a small bed. That is a confusion in the mind of a person. Use common sense. You understand what is the meaning of the word common sense? I am not saying you should not sleep. I am saying you should not have greed. Do you understand the difference between these two sentences? Common sense, use your common sense. I am not saying about bed. It is an example that I give. I give examples for people to follow. Because it doesn't go in that upper story. You understand? Upper story is all blank. So, I have to give 100 examples before one example actually, you know, sticks over there. And they think about the example. They don't think about the lesson. The lesson is about greed, not about sleeping. Got it? Simple? And this is called confusion. Okay? You told me it is like this. I never told you about this. I said... You are not supposed to have these kind of anger, confusion, you know, greed, so on and so forth. You are not supposed to have those. Right from the beginning of my journey in spiritual, I have heard this word, I am confused by what you say. You said one day one thing, now you are saying something else. Go in the context, go exactly to the context. Why did I say those words at that time? I was giving some example. Why am I saying different words today? Because I am giving another example. Do you get the point? Use your common sense. God has given you this mind and this common sense for you to use it. Can you use it properly? It's exactly like this. In, in Hindi there is a saying which I will translate. You see if there is a there is a cup of milk over there and suddenly you put it to your mouth <gasps> and you get burnt. Hmm? So the next time somebody offers you a buttermilk, you will do like this. 
यू नो दिस व्हाट इज द सेइंग दूध का राजा छाछ को भी फूंक फूंक के पीता है और लूज ओवर हियर लाइक राज सेज लूजा यू अंडरस्टैंड इट इज इट इज नथिंग टू डू विद मिल्क इट इज टू डू विद हॉट ओके कॉमन सेंस मिल्क इज हॉट बटर मिल्क वाज कोल्ड then why are you blowing over the cold butter milk <laughs> yeah don't have to do that you got the point we have a story in marathi it's called bal kobya sankamya bal kobya sankamya is like a, it's a kind of a local tale there is a young boy small fellow now he is told go to your grandmother's place in another village so he goes over there so when he goes over there his grandmother gives him a small dog or a cat or something like that now how do you take the cat this fellow puts it in one carry bag ties it up nicely and goes reaches home so when he reaches home the dog is dead no air to breathe poor thing small fellow puppy he is dead so mother looks at him and says you are not supposed to bring the puppy in i mean you should not bring that thing in a bag you know you tie a string around it and get it So the next time when he goes to grandmother's place, she gives him jalebi. You understand jalebi is that round, you know, it it is like uh, what do you call that? Uh, I don't know what you call it. <laughs> It's a sweet which is round. So he says he remembers his mother telling him, you know, you should tie it and with a thread and pull it. It's like a donut, you know, it's a round shape. So he ties that and he pulls it all the way to his house. Is it anything left over there? A mother looks at him and says, "What happened? The grandmother gave me jalebi. So where is it? You told me, na, you should tie it and pull it behind you. This is the story of Bal Kobya's Ankamya. Uncle Pauger hangs a picture. You know there is a very beautiful story. Again, Uncle Pauger hangs a picture. <laughs> Uncle Pauger wants to hang a picture on the wall. So he takes a nail and holds it and bangs, thump, like that." and he bangs on his finger okay and the finger becomes big naturally and this is my kid stories all right so it's exactly like a person sitting at the edge of the branch and then cutting the branch from the front okay so naturally it is going to fall common sense will tell you isn't it so it's like that uncle pauger thing so people have this confusion when they use one yardstick in another and why is it important to use this kind of a yardstick in another thing no you have some little you know maybe two cents of gray matter in your brain two cents maybe i'm not saying 100 one dollar worth two cents worth of gray matter can you use it don't tell me i am confused if you are confused you are still in your kindergarten then how can i teach you something which is far greater than what you need to learn uh, last week i was telling rajina satsang i said to her and i keep on repeating this if i have to go back in time and teach you capital a b c d when will i teach you words sentences paragraphs page and then a book so if i if i have to teach you capital a b c d what is the point if you have been with me for so many years then you need to understand a book and then what to do write a book you got the point what i'm trying to say if you have been with me for many years then today it is not about changing or correcting you 
You got the answer? It is about you getting motivated and empowered and work in this world to change the world. Did you understand this whole story which I gave you just now? Think. When a person, when a student comes to me, what is the first thing that I say? Learn. So, first is remove the ego. You know, first I use all the harpic and everything and uh, you know, the drain cleaner that is there. You have the drain X and all that. First, I put that in on that person and clean him out fully. Because I have to cook something new, no, in that. That's why. So, first I have to remove all the kachara, all the dirt that is there. Then what do I have to do? I have to clean it up thoroughly and I have to dry it off. No remnants from the past have to remain. But you know, you are like that non-stick cookware, which has got all sides, you know, all the oil at the sides. The oil has not gone. It is still there. Then how can you have something new on top of it? So, first is removing all your past nonsense that you have. Then, working on you alone, you, Y-O-U. That means first, it means I have to give you the knowledge to empower you. You have to feel good about yourself. Third step, can you work with this world? You know, first is the ego that will come in place. <clears throat> this person is not like this. This person is like that. That person is this. Oh, they don't want to learn. What the hell do they think of it? But that is exactly what you did with me, no? Got the point? So, learn to overcome your ego with these people. These are kindergarten people. You were a kindergarten student earlier. So, learn that. And then what do you do? Then you become a good teacher. Then you teach the world and you be nice to everybody. Yeah, when you have to give two tight slaps, you should give. But first, are you a good teacher yourself? Are you empowered yourself that you can go and teach the world? If you are going to show me that cry, angel want to do this, I don't want to do that. If you are going to tell me, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, then you are not a good person. Then what you should do? You should go to the Himalayas and sit over there. You got the point? Understanding is clear? So, this confusion should not be there that you are telling me only I should empower myself. No, you are midway somewhere in the learning process. You know the learning curve is there. You are somewhere in maybe first standard, second standard, third standard. You are somewhere maybe in the 10th grade or something like that. You still have your graduation to do. You still have your post-graduation to do. You still have to write your PhD. So, don't be confused if there is something that is being told. So, in this world, don't be confused. Did you get the point? Hankering. Next word is hankering. Man keeps on hankering throughout his life. I wish I had. I wish. What do you mean by I wish, I wish, I wish? You know, I wish is not possible. I wish on a star or something like that. When the rainbow comes, you wish. When the star falls, you wish. You, you see that it goes across the sky and then you wish. Oh, I wish on this. What do you mean by I wish on that? If that is some meteorite or something like that going across the, you know, the whole, it's not I wish, nothing is I wish. No. Understand one thing that this hankering is not going to take you anywhere. You got what I'm saying? Hankering will not take you anywhere. Now, I'm going to give you a reverse of hankering. What is the meaning of the reverse of hankering? I will tell you. Many years ago, there was one student of mine, that person is not there currently. Uh, he left and went. He left and went. And he said to me, Guruji, I don't want anything in this world. You know, this is what he said. No hankering. I don't have any hankering. I don't have any desires. I don't want this in this world. So, when a person comes and talks like this to me, the first thing that strikes me 
about this person is E G O. What does it strike me of? E G O. I don't want anything. I am a desireless person. I am no longer interested in this. I want to be like this only. So he he told me that he doesn't want a house. He doesn't want clothes. He doesn't want this. He doesn't want that. He just wants to be like that only. So I said, okay, fine. So now what? I am free of all desires. Very good. No hankering. He left. And then what happened? He got a very good job. He got a very good job. He became very rich. He has a big house. He's got children. Got cars. So many things came to him. And then he met me a few years ago. Guruji, you, you blessed me that, you know, I will be desireless. What is this? How did I get all these things? I said, your desire was there that you don't want anything. You understand what I am saying? It was your desire which said, I don't want anything. I want to be free of all desires. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't. Do you think that I don't want is not a desire? Is the highest desire. I don't want this is also the highest desire. Didn't you learn this? By the way, now go. Stay in that place. So he is abroad. He stays in, uh, I don't know the name of the place, some in America somewhere. And he has got everything in the world. And that one thing which he said, I don't want, everything is back with him. So now the question is this, ask yourself, who do you think you are to say what you want and you don't want? You got what I am asking you? If God wants to give you, who the hell do you think you are that you are to say that I don't want it? And if you say... I want it, God will say, I will not give you. Then you will say, God, you are not good. Sorry, the answer is simply this. You don't have any control in anything in this world. So, don't even have the desire of wanting and not wanting. Both are called desires. Then the question to you is, how do I live in this world? The answer is very simply, naturally. You understand what I mean? Naturally, what comes to you, you should accept it with grace. The important word in life is called grace. Don't tell me tomorrow that you know I don't want this or I want this. If you have to get something, accept it with grace. Don't show your ego. Both the things are ego. To want and not to want. So hankering, I hope you understood. I know this kind of an explanation may say, Oh, the answer is naturally that which comes to you. If God wants to give you something and if God wants to take away something from you, you don't have any control over it. You just have to lead your life naturally. If you get it, okay. If you don't get it, okay. So whether you are put in first class or you know that premier class in an airline, okay. Don't say no. I want to live my life like a bikari. Can I sit in the toilet of the aircraft? No. You are given a premier class, sit in the premier class. Enjoy it. You know how to enjoy it? Like this guy called Keanu Reeves. You know Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves is wearing the same coat and the t-shirt and his shoes for 30 years I believe. You should go. <laughs> his shoes are torn and he has put one tape around it. It's a tape. Maybe it's a fashion statement. But you understand what I am trying to say no, to you? It does not matter. Can you be natural? Can you be just like that? JLT just like that. This is what it means. As well as birth and death. Everything that you think that you are born and think that you are dying is all false. All these things. Now, lamentation, elation, fear, 
anger, greed, confusion, hankering, birth, death are experiences of the false ego. What is it? Do not forget this line ever. These are experiences of the false ego. It's your ego. Lamentation is your ego. Kit 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 kit. You know, kit kit we say. Just keep on hanging, keep on doing, crying all the time. No. Elation. Wow! You know that kind of thing. That is also false ego. Fear. That is false ego. What is the maximum that can have happened to you? You will die, isn't it? Death is also not real. So, anger. Why are you angry? It is your expression of the false ego. Greed. Expression of the false ego. Confusion. Once again, all the, I am confused. Duh. You know, they say, duh. What is duh mean? What is the meaning of confusion? I don't understand. Okay. The, what is the meaning of that? There is nothing there. And yet, you are so much confused. Don't bother your head about all. Can you just be natural and do absolutely everything naturally? Otherwise, it is called confusion. And that confusion means false ego. Hankering. You know, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that, I want, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want this, I don't want that. Both are called hankering. Got it? I don't want this and I don't want that. How? You know, funny part, I don't want this. Uh, many years ago when I was in my school days, I have told you this example before. I will tell you again. Now, for many years, I was a monitor of the class. You know, monitor means you, you do all the you know, maintain silence, do this, do that, you know, see that the blackboard is clean and all that kind of nonsense you do. So, one in the next class that I was promoted to, <coughs> ninth standard, I decided I don't want to be in the public eye. I will fail. I will not pass. I don't want to write my st studies properly. I decided like this. Now, I was a tiny fellow. Okay, I was not a tall guy. I must have been less than five feet in my ninth standard. So, I went and decided this year, you know, I have always been on first bench. So, I will go and sit in the last bench. So, I went and I sat over there. And what is the first thing that that new teacher comes? She is a new teacher and she goes, Suresh, no, please come and sit on the first bench. Here, these are the cupboard keys. You are the monitor. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do anything. And I was very upset about it. I got very angry. Ah, that's a different story. I sat in the first bench and I fell in love with my teacher. Okay, that's a different story. <laughs> okay, so the point of this is, don't have these kind of hankerings also. Birth and death, everything is connected to the false ego and not to the pure soul. Do you recollect last week or something I was talking about? Do you know this is a sentence which is very strange because as long as the foolish spirit soul remains attracted to the material body. This is a verse number 12. So, the, the soul was considered to be, spirit soul was supposed to be foolish in verse 12 and in verse 15 he says and not of the pure soul. You got what I am saying? So, now you will say, this Krishna is very confusing, you know, I cannot understand. Once he says foolish soul and now he says pure soul. What is this pure soul, pure foolish soul? I am confused. It's your ego talking, sir. <laughs> False ego. The foolish soul is enacting and pure soul 
is absolutely clean and pure and doesn't have any covering. No covering. You get Amazon deliveries at home. Do they come open or do they come in a box? They come with nice packaging and all, isn't it? So that packaging is what is called as the foolish soul. It is just an indication. Inside that is a cell phone. It's just saying like that. Or if you go and buy an iPhone, you know, it comes in a white, nice, beautiful box and all. Wow, the box itself, you know, we feel like preserving the box than the phone. And the box lasts longer than the phone also, by the way. Many people have a box in their house. So, it is not the box that is important. It is what is inside. That phone is important, correct? So, that is the pure thing. And what is the covering? All that you saw was the foolishness. Got it? Do you understand these two differences? The foolish soul is the one with all the coverings, all these nonsensical coverings. Lamentation, elation, fear, anger, greed, confusion, anchoring, birth, death. Everything is connected to the foolish soul. What is connected to the pure soul? Nothing. It is pure. P-U-R-E. Got it? So, I hope you understood this verse. I, you know, understand every time when you are angry, it's your ego. Every time when you are sad, upset, everything that happens to you, the living entity who falsely identifies with his body, senses, life, air and mind and who dwells within these coverings assumes the form of his own materially conditioned qualities and work. He is designated variously in relation to the total material energy and thus under the strict control of supreme time he is forced to run here and there within material existence. I will be explaining this verse to you in the coming week because I don't want to go into this verse. This is a very very serious verse to do. Of course, with all my comedy in it, it will not be so serious. But it is an example, alright? Examples should not be mixed around with what is the truth. So, two things you should remember. Everything is connected to the ego. All this nonsense that we spoke of, anger, greed, this, that. And the rest, the pure soul is devoid of it. So, the next time when you say something, please remember, alright? So, I am going to end over here and I shall see you all in the coming week. You take care of yourself. Bye.